Hey, Joey, welcome again to the Everblack podcast. Yes. Uh, first, beer. <laughs> first and foremost, man, how's, uh, how's Flip doing? Uh, you know, slow moving. Um, he's, uh, he's not going to be out of the woods anytime soon. This is a kind of life changing thing for him. And we managed it. We had a local show in San Francisco, um, that was a 30 minute set and he managed, you know, he lives up North. Uh, he lives near maybe an hour from where the show was. So he's able to get there by car. He was able to play the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, shortly after that, his doctor said he really can't be doing this. So, uh, I will say that, um, cause I feel it's okay to say this. He's not coming to Australia with us. I kind of thought that would be New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, we just kind of found out. And so we're going to have to have someone fill in, Yeah, which is always a drag. I mean, it's, it's great in a way, but it, you know, certainly better when it's the original guys, you know, oh, it's cool. just yeah, some kind of chemistry change. Um, and, and obviously we're sad for Chris, you know, or flip, you know, but, uh, you know, he's got to he's got to stick with the physical therapy and, you know, the cardiology and just follow the lead of these doctors. They know what they're saying. They know what they're doing. And we certainly wouldn't want him to be out there, you know, risking his life. Yeah. Of course. So we're hoping we're hoping, you know, things come along. He is honestly, all things considered, doing well. It's just it's a long flight. Yeah, it's a lot of travel. And of his stature like i'm six five so you know plane rides hate him no bueno yeah and and he's still in the phase where he's having to do kind of radical stuff on a regular basis at the hospital and you know yeah. he's he, he there's there's stuff going on so yeah it's just too soon and that's the nature of these years. I mean, Jesus, like everything we're doing is just makeup, makeup tours from the pandemic and whatever and then this kind of stuff comes along and not too long ago i had some problems physically so we had to skip another couple tours and i guess we're just getting old man i don't know you know yeah join the club <laughs> yeah no doubt so trying trying to stay positive but yeah i i, I think uh overall he's doing okay awesome so i take yeah. it the, the uh, benefit gig that you threw for him went well yeah, it was really nice. You know, we talked a lot about doing like a GoFundMe thing, you know, because obviously, well, here in America, I mean, geez, you know, when you when you have these this kind of issue, it, it's like poor people just die. You know, it's like, forget it. Like, it's just too expensive. And, you know, most of us don't have health insurance. Chris didn't have health insurance. So, that, you know, our we don't have that universal health care that a lot of people have in the world. Luckily he was in Germany for the first few weeks and under great supervision and care. And, uh, that, that was sort of a good thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's nice to not just put the hand out and say, who wants to give us money? <laughs> it's nice to actually play and ask people to do it for that reason. And, 
it felt good, you know, and, and raised him a decent amount of money. It's just a start, but I think it got him out of the danger zone. You know, it's, there's a long road. We'll see. I don't know. Might have to do a lot of those gigs for a flip, you know? Yeah. I mean, chuck up a QR code at the, at the lag wagon shows. I'm sure people would be willing to donate. That's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, there's always, uh, these, these kinds of things are, you know, they, they feel a little bit icky, but yeah. on the other hand, it's like, we got to help our, this is our family member here, you know? And, uh, and there's a lot of misconceptions that people have about uh, bands, you know, like ours. If you've been in a band long enough, a lot of people just presume that you're rich and they don't really understand, <laughs> you know, I, it, it just isn't that way, but um, you know, boy, I wish we were, you know, because yeah. then it would just be like, Flip's good. He's got the best care in the world. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Yeah, it's all there. Yeah, body, bring it on, body. Yeah, <laughs> I got bring this. On, bring on my twilight years. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, I think overall he's doing all right. Awesome. Well, all the Aussie lag wagon friends, you know, all got it. Chris in our thoughts and yeah, we're, we're really glad that he's on the men, man. Oh, sweet. So Thanks. the last time you guys were here, you played absolutely killer show at the Trifford in Brisbane. Um, how do you guys just keep that energy at every gig? Well, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Must've been a good one. Uh, yeah, no, all kidding aside. Uh, you know, I don't know, man. It's, I've said this a lot. And I always feel like I'm repeating myself when I do interviews because I've been doing them for so long. But but it's true, you know. Uh, we go through phases. And we've been in a long, really good phase in the band where I just, I don't know, like a certain amount of years ago, probably five years ago or more. It's hard to say because the pandemic made everything weird time-wise. Like it's yeah. now I go, yeah, that was three years ago. And people go, dude, that was 10 years ago. You know, like, <laughs> but we've been in a really solid phase where just about every time we get together and play together, you know, I'm always kind of like, mm, nice. We're fucking, you know, delivering the goods. Um, so, yeah, it's just been good for a while. I'm not sure why. There's been phases in the band, like I said, where, you know, you go through a couple of years where you go, well, I guess it's over because where's the chemistry? We're starting to sound like a bunch of old guys and uh, we just haven't been in one of those phases in a long time. So all is well. And hopefully I'm not jinxing us. You know what I mean? <laughs> not that not that I believe in that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It's been real good. Yeah. Awesome. Um, now, lag, lag wagon by request. Who yeah. came up with that idea? I mean, it, it's fantastic. I, I love it. Oh, thanks. I think it was sort of my idea. I mean, the way that went was our management, you know, our manager is a woman named Anna, who's great. We love her. And she said, you know, it's time to go back to Australia. And we were there at the beginning of the pandemic in March 2020. We barely got out of there before things closed. You know, that's... You guys got to that's Melbourne a, and then had to can the gigs. Uh, we had to can one gig. The last gig was Adelaide. Yeah. And every day it was going like 500 people. And then it was like 100 people. And then the day of the Adelaide show, they were like 10 people. Yeah. 
you know, like how many people can gather in one place. And of course we were like, well, we were thinking about doing, yeah, let's just finish this, man. It's one more show. We flew to Adelaide. We were there ready to go, but you know, 10 people, that's, that's a little too private. And also at this point we're realizing, okay, this is serious shit. We got to get out of here. And we got out of there and it was like the airports were empty. It was weird. But the point I was going to make was, it's funny when she brought up recently, uh, you know, it's time to go back to Oz. I was like, weren't we just there? I mean, we haven't had a new record. Like, should we? I don't know. You know, she's like, no, no, dude, that was like, you know, three years ago or whatever. And, uh, and then of course we booked, booked it. And then our agent out there, Chris Moses, also old friend, great guy. He hit us up and he said, look, you know, you don't have a new record, you know, maybe you guys got to come up with something special for this tour. And I'm going, I knew it, you know, like we shouldn't even be going, you know, but it doesn't matter because it'll still be great. And it's fine. So the albums thing, you know, we've done a lot of those albums and just about every band has done the album tour thing. I think that's getting a little played out. So I don't know. I just sort of said, well, maybe we should uh, do like an all request thing. We ran it by Chris and, he was like, love it. And the band was like, cool. All right. They're a little scared, you know, because you never know what people are going to ask you to play. Uh, but I'll tell you something. I know from doing streaming shows on my own when I've done all request shows, it's weird. There's like five songs that everybody asks you to play. Yeah. It's just, it's just how it works. And Lagwagon, it's like bands don't really have hits, but they still have hits. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and for us, it's like May 16th, Violins, Razorburn. Like, you know what I mean? There's like this short list of songs that they're always the top requested songs. Um, even if I'm doing a solo thing, I'm like, God damn it. Listen to my solo records. I don't want to play Lagwagon songs <laughs> on my, my guitar. Uh, but yeah, so I haven't seen it yet. I actually, uh, she sent our manager, Arna sent it to me last night. I haven't actually looked at it. I'm going to look at it after the interviews today. I'm kind of excited. I'm hoping there's some deep cuts in there. I do. But on the other hand, you yeah, go ahead. I lodged a couple of requests. Um, nice. But there was there was a serious lack of um, tracks off the debut album, off Duh. That's my fault. Yeah. There's only, like, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing it's funny the last interview i did the guy asked me are there any songs that are kind of like a little bit taboo for the band and i said well i can't speak for the other guys but for me it's just the first record and here's the reason first record you know after the first record we started detuning and tuning down a bit i was 21 22 years old then i'm 50 almost seven now you know naturally as you get older it's just biology i mean my voice is getting lower some of the vocals on the first record i just can't do it even tuned down you know i just can't it'll be crap and yeah yeah, fair enough it's like you know i don't want people out there going fuck yeah and then like halfway through the song going well, this is awful. You know, I, I mean, so you kind of got to, you know, ha- you got to be humble. Yeah. And then there are sometimes we did try to do uh, the, we played the, like, a, I think we played the entire first record at a show like 10 years ago. Wow. And man, I mean, you know, for me, it was just like, 
I had like laryngitis after like the fifth song. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, I don't know. So, so I think we limited that. Um, but other than that, we were. I, 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 I kept saying, well, just every song, every single song, and the list kind of started out smaller and it got bigger, big, 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 big. And I don't, I don't remember exactly where it ended up, but sorry about that. But that is that is my fault. Ah, it's all good. Um, do you think you could have done that sort of format show uh, after the release of Hoss or um, Sure that feelings like just those yeah. first few albums? Like, do you think a request show would have gone down well back then? I'm not sure because we were just kind of getting, you know, we were just getting known, you know, uh, in those years. But for sure, physically, we could have done it. I, you know, I don't think it was till like the mid, maybe around 2000, sometime in the 2000s, when you start to realize, oh, wow, some of these old songs are tough. And you make new records, so you, know, you got more and more newer stuff. There's some songs off of every record we made where I'm like, that one is a bitch to sing for me, you know, as I yeah. get older. But a few of those in a set is no problem. Yeah. But, you know, who knows what would happen if if we did a requesting and our whole first record was on there. Jeez, you know, it might be like every single night there might be like eight of those voice killers, yeah. I call them. The voice killer. Yeah. And then, you know, and if you're not responsible about this, like show three, there's no singer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Show three, it's like, hope you guys like karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the rude boy tonight. I'm just going to dance, you know, or whatever. I don't, yeah, I've, I've been there and never want to go back there. Um, but, you know, it's always hard to say. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm underestimating my potential. I don't know. These days, my voice has been pretty strong. So, But, yeah, it's funny. I haven't seen the request yet. But I'm guessing it's all going to be mostly like the, the obvious things. Yeah. We'll see. We're I'll, supposed to do different sets every night. You yeah, know? I'll be surprised if like May 16th isn't on there. It's going to be on there. <laughs> Just one it's of gonna, given. And, you know, it's funny. It's like some of those songs that are always in the set, some you, get, you grow tired of. But that one I never do. It's weird. It's always towards the end of the set. Every time it starts, I go, nice. I It's like I still like that song. I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Eh. I mean – you were just out here with the gimmies back in Feb. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for the best birthday party ever. I was at the Miami Marquette. Oh. And yeah, absolutely awesome. phenomenal way to spend my 41st birthday. Um, That's great. So you've, you've got gimmies, you've got lag wagon, you've got your solo stuff. Um, what does downtime look for Joey Cape? Not much of that in my life. I mean, I've, my solution has always been more projects, more music. Um, lately, I've had a little bit of downtime uh, as far as creation goes because I I moved about six months ago, and every time I move, I move my home studio. And so there's always like a, a, a little bit of an interim period where I'm just kind of trying to get something set up at the house. And I'm just about done with the newer place, you know? So when you have a home studio, it's kind of like, well, if I have any time off, I just take projects on, you know, and I just start working, I at least write and record things and sometimes make a solo record. And, um, 
but yeah, so I'm just about to get back into that. Probably within the next week, I'll, I'll be up and it's it's kind of up and running already. But there's still a little more sound, you know, yeah, stuff to do, soundproofing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, but I don't really, I yeah, I don't have a lot of downtime. It's just I I get too bored. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm that's what you we, <laughs> always yeah. something on the go. Yeah, man. I mean, if you don't have a real job, I mean, I, I always say like my job is not my job is too joyous to be real, you know. So I just try to stay busy, you know. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, man. Um, now, I mean, you were here with the Gimmies, uh, and we've got No Effects coming out next year on their farewell tour. So hopefully, you know, Mike stops skiting off his duties for the Gimmies and jumps back in, unless he's just going to be too busy counting money. Well, um, he, <laughs> he he hasn't played with the Gimmies in a long time. I yeah. mean, I think he's he's really focused on the No Effects final shows. And oh boy, I saw uh, the sets look cool. Like they're doing a lot of records. And oh. it's, it's like uh, three shows every town. Or yeah, two uh, or three. But two shows in Brisbane. Uh, I think yeah. It's, yeah, two shows per capital city, and each one is uh, three different albums. I mean. Like, it's gonna be killer. Oh, that that's fan service at its finest right there. I mean, it goes, I know. you know, with the, the buy request show as well, like it's fan service. Like you're giving yeah. giving us what we want to see. But yeah, um on the back of that, like, do you think that Lagwagon will ever go the the farewell tour route? You know, I don't know, but I have said many, many times that I'd never want to do that. I I think just sort of fading out fading away you know what i mean is a much more uh, it's better posture i get really tired of the farewell tours because i don't know if you've noticed this but it's quite a few bands that i won't name that have done several of those you know it's like you know what i mean like they do the farewell tour and then like three years later they're like hey we're back and it's another farewell tour and you're like uh you know and then the third time you're like Okay, fool me once, shame on me, or whatever the saying is. (laughs) Yeah, and so, I don't know, I'll just say, like, I think the Ramones did it, like, three times or four times, you know, and I love the Ramones, so it was always like, oh, great, the Ramones are back, but then it was like, hey, dudes, cut it out, you know what I mean? (laughs) Stop saying that. Um, I think it's much cooler just to kind of, you know, disappear. Why make an announcement? It seems a little bit like a grab, you know, but I don't know. I, and then I have to say, I don't know. Cause you know, the band is a democracy. Like if there's ever a point where it's like, okay, we're done. You know, too many people are sick. It's not just flip. Now we're all sick. Something like that happens and it's just not possible. Uh, and who knows, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. Yeah. Um, now, it depends. Yeah, very much so. Now, you guys always have great supports at your shows when you come out here. Uh, last time, Flangerpanis just absolutely killed it. Um, is there any other Aussie locals on your list, like on the on the Joey K Pit list to tour with or work work with? Well, I mean, you know, it's funny. It's like by the time they're, uh, you know, like. I always feel like when you answer that question, the better answer, the best answer is always very simply 
uh, a lesser known band. Because then you're like giving them a boost, you know. But I, what pops into my head immediately are, are clowns, and it's just because I fucking love that band, you know. And and I think we've I don't even think we've ever played a show with them. I, I don't know. We, yeah, we'd I, have to ask them. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't recall playing with them. And then you know what happens to us is by the time we're hip to the band, an Aussie band or whatever, like. God, those guys are the shit. They're too popular. Yeah. Because we're, we're playing the same clubs we've been playing forever and ever, everywhere in the world. So by the time people know about a band or we know about a band, it's like, oh, yeah, mate, you'd have to open for those guys. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> okay, we'll open for them. But, you know, it just doesn't work out or something. Um, no, you know, it's funny. I'll tell you, I should be able to give you a list, but I would have to go to email and look because my memory is shit. But... Every time we come, we go to Europe or we go to Australia or we go anywhere, really. Um, there's usually a whole submission list of local bands from different towns. And I have this really great luxury. And, like, I don't know why this happened, but over the years, it sort of lands on me. You know, like, our manager will send me, like, all these links for every city. There's, like, five Brizzy bands bunch of Melbs bands, you know what I mean? And it's the best, man. I usually sit down with my partner, you know, and I go, all right, you ready? You know, maybe make a cocktail and just sit there and listen to the bands. And it's 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 particularly cool for Australia because there's always a bunch of killer bands. Yeah. You know, it, it's actually kind of difficult. Yeah. I have to do the like, well, this is my favorite because it fits and I really like this band. And also, like, there's a bunch of criteria. Like, sometimes it's like, what would make a cooler show? Don't want them to sound exactly like our band, because mm. everybody's seen that crap where it's like all 90s punk or whatever. And it's like, you know, by the second band, you're like, all right, I've, I'm, you know, I'm bored. Yeah. But uh, so it's tough. Um, but yeah, I just did that like a couple weeks ago. And now I'm sitting here just racking my brain. Man, I'll tell you what, while we're finishing this interview, I'm going to try to find the list and then I can go, I can show you the, the ones that I picked. It's like, I'm really excited about playing. <laughs> I'll say that. Okay. So whoever the openers are, I picked them from a list. And that means that I thought they were killer bands. Yeah. I'll say but, that. But good taste then. I hope so. <laughs> I mean... You know, so I mean, yeah, you're coming back. Well, geez, it's not too far away. It's only a few weeks away. Um, yeah. So, anything in Australia that you are looking forward to, like anything that's uh, food and beverage wise, attraction wise, that you're keen to see while you're here? Mm. Well, it's uh, really tough. Um, I mean, I the the general thing for me is friends. I have a lot of really good friends in Australia, everywhere. Yeah, and um, long time friends. You know what I mean? Like I have friends that I've known for thirty years that live there. You know, and so that's probably number one. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, so that, and then, I mean, 
food is a huge thing. Uh, there's a place in Melbourne called the Morocco Moroccan Soup Kitchen, Moroccan Soup Bar, Soup Bar, Soup. It's out in North Fitzroy. Yeah, and uh, it, it it you know it's Moroccan food and it's it's so. But you know what's weird? I actually think I am, I think maybe they closed. Ah, uh, I was about to say I'll, I'll head there next time I go down. To yeah, no, but I I'll head there. I'm, I'm, I'm having this vague memory that my friend Tash told me they closed, which is heartbreaking. Uh, I'm trying to think of where what else. I mean, yeah, like in 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 Brizzy, it's like record stores. Yeah, we've we've actually got a really good one on the Gold Coast because yeah, I'm a bit of a vibe yeah. Thing, so, well, we have more shows this time than you know. Sometimes it's only like three towns, four towns, and this time there's enough that yeah. So vinyl records always a thing in australia for me i found some gems over the year i don't know what it is maybe it's just as simple as it is an island you know so sometimes you can find the finds you know that just somehow haven't like gotten too tarnished by the internet world where everything's available all the time that's kind of wrecked the search you know but i still find some gems um and food yeah food friends yeah a couple of pubs yeah, but I'm not really drinking these days, so yeah. And on the subject of vinyl, I actually found a copy of Hoss in a back street in Tokyo. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. So, uh, it's in Shibuya, like in yeah, the, in the back streets of Shibuya. Yeah. The, there's a uh, two-story uh, record store. I walked in there. I was just going through the punk section. Yeah, there was Hoss. Was it Tower there. Records? Was it no, a Tower? No, no not no, Tower. No, no, like an indie one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they have some killer record stores in Japan, oh, especially Tokyo. Oh, yeah. I found um, the original Offspring album. I found Bad Religion. I found so much good stuff over there. I'm like, I'm going to have to buy another suitcase just for vinyl. You know, there was a time where the Japanese thing was just so rad because they insisted that there were like extra tracks. They used to do that. You know, you literally would like be with the, dealing with the distributors and they go, yeah, you know, we're only interested unless you put, you know, put a couple of extra tracks on there. And there's, there was a copy of, I think it was blaze by lag Ragged. And Oh man, I mean, somewhere in storage, I've got like the Japanese version. It's got extra songs on it. Yeah, right. So if you ever go to Japan again, I mean, now I'm thinking I got to look for that. Because yeah. I think there's like a couple songs on there that were like never released otherwise. Oh, wow. It's super weird. One of them, I think, is just like a jam. So <laughs> dumb. One of them is like this long, and I think we even call it like jam sesh. Or it's got like a dumb name. There's no vocals in it. It's just like this, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, I think it's called Leon's Jam because we call Chris Rest, we call him Leon. That's his yep. nickname. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And then there's like an alternate version of a song. On it. But anyway, they used to do that and not so much now, I think. You know, the world just keeps changing that way. But those are the coolest things that you can find in Japan. You find these releases of like favorite records here with like extra songs. Yeah. It's just the coolest thing. Uh, they've got yeah. so much good, good vinyl over there, like, yeah, in Australia is just it's very very hard, and the ones that are out there are pretty much snapped up by collectors anyway. So 
Yeah. It's been a long time since I had that find. Yeah. So I don't know. But there's still some finds for me every once in a while. But yeah, I've had two experiences in, in Australia where I found things that are in my record collection that I had been looking for for years. Yeah. Years and years. And then just one time it was the coolest fucking thing. I was I was with my friend from Gold Coast, uh, Laura Martin, and we were in Brizzy and we were I, what's that place? Ro- Rocking Horse. I think it's Rocking Horse Records. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's called? Rocking Horse Records? Yeah. And, it, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a kind of cool little record store. And we walked in there and I had a list, you know, I used to carry this list of records I needed to find. It was so crazy. The top two records on the list, I looked over and there were end cap and records that were end capped, you know, that were displayed, vinyl records. And I looked and I went, oh. And it was like this fucking, you know, soundtrack to, uh, this movie called angel heart yeah the, the, there was the original soundtrack had a version of a song called girl of my dreams that was like one of my favorite songs ever written it was this specific really haunting killer version of that song and then something happened like it always does in those worlds with publishing where you can never find it again and there it was like a used right in front and i grabbed it pulled it out and right behind it was number two <laughs> I mean, what the hell? And I literally was like, oh my God. And everybody's looking at me. You don't understand. <laughs> Two. Yeah. yeah. And another time, uh, there was another band, a uh, band from Michigan, Detroit, in, in the States. And the only place I could find this band, King You Snevich. It's like this terrible band that I love. Um, and I found all three of their records on vinyl in Australia. Wow. Never seen them anywhere else. Well, if you want to come hunting down the Gold Coast again, I've got a few haunts to hit, so you're welcome to Grab me. Yeah. Dude, come grab me, man. I'm always up for that. Yeah. Let's do it. Sounds like a sounds like a damn good plan, man. I know that uh your downtime in uh on this tour will be a bit hard to find, but Yeah, it's a pretty good hunting, I'm in. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, there's usually time for that. You know, it's usually like it's all about like what time is soundtrack and what time do you eat? You know, it's, it, it, there's a, it, the drama is only like, well, there's travel every day. So maybe I'd be speaking too soon to say I definitely have time in Gold Coast, but you know, you never know. Some, yeah. I mean, some, usually there's time, oh, but right. sometimes it's like, yeah, sometimes, but Hey, if you're around, man, uh, you know, just come by the, the venue. If you have time. Open. Yeah, I'm a golf yeah. local, so yeah. yeah, pop by and grab me. I mean, I'm always into that. Yeah, I'll I'll make I'll make time. If, you know, usually, I mean, just like it's it's like you can't eat too close to showtime or whatever that kind of dumb stuff. And sound check is almost always around three or four. Yeah, you know, and so it's kind of like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll wrap up there, man. Thank you so much for your time today, Joey. Really, yeah, no, it was a pleasure. Um, yeah, and uh, we'll see you in a few short weeks and yeah, do some vinyl hunting. Stoked. All right, man. Thank you so much. Take- All right, cheers. See you, man. See you, man.